73%. That's the number of people struggling with glossophobia, otherwise known as fear of public speaking. That's a big number, 73%, which means that most likely three out of four people are afraid of speaking in public. Now, listen, I get it. Having this pesky fear is so frustrating. Believe me, I've been there, done that many, many times. But here's what I also want you to know. Working with this fear, and yes, you heard me right, working with this fear, because it's not going to go anywhere, at least not anytime soon, getting more comfortable with it and lessening its power over you is more than possible for you. Yes, for you. It is absolutely possible for you to become a genuinely confident communicator. Take it from someone who not only struggled with glossophobia big time, but also struggled with another fun phobia called anthropophobia, otherwise known as fear of people. That's a topic for another episode. (laughs) Talk about a double whammy, right? But here's the thing. The fact is that you need to really improve upon your communication skills. In fact, I'd go as far as to say it's absolutely necessary for you to overcome this fear. Why? Well, if you think that the fear of public speaking and showing up confidently with your message is not impacting the quality of your life or business, you need to think twice. Communication is the backbone of our society and being able to show up as a genuinely confident, a genuinely confident communicator is a necessity. However, long gone are the days of focusing solely on the rules and the technical side of speaking. Getting stuck in our heads because we are too freaked out about the filler words of um and like and you know... Those filler words and working only on those things won't make us a better communicator. It will make us more a more rigid one, perhaps. But how is that helpful? Who is that helping, right? So if the old days and ways of Toastmasters and Dale Carnegie's Speaking Institute are long gone, and I'm not dissing them because they have a lot of great things that they teach about public speaking, but if they're not helpful or comprehensive enough then what works? What can make someone a genuinely confident and powerful communicator? Well, stick around and you will find out. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Happy New Year, fabulous friend. Welcome back to the Speaking Made Simple podcast. OMG, right? What in the world? How is it possible that it's 2023 already? I don't know about you, but I am so excited for the new year. There are so many wonderful things that are going to be happening inside the Speaking Made Simple community. So many wonderful things that I'm looking forward to. 
But more than anything, I'm just really looking forward to growing into that next level and next version of myself because I believe that that's what's exciting about life when we're always working towards embettering ourselves, raising our leadership skills, raising our communication skills, and always working towards that better version of ourselves. And if you, like me, are excited about learning to speak more confidently, communicate in a more captivating way, and continue to improve upon your presentation skills, I have something very excited, exciting for you. Um, we are opening, for the first time ever, a membership for women who want to become more confident and clear and classy communicators. I cannot wait to bring more information about this to you. But for now, if you are someone who knows that you want to improve upon your communication skills in the year of 2023, I want you to go to speakingmadesimplesociety.com speakingmadesimplesociety.com and hop on that wait list. I will have a whole lot more information coming your way in the next few weeks, but I cannot wait to share all the details with you. If this is the first time that we're meeting, hi, I'm Chila and I'm your host, a public speaking mentor, author, and also the creator of the soon be to be coming and opening its doors is speaking made simple society. I'm so happy to have you here with me. I'm so happy to be back because today we're going to talk we're going to talk about what makes someone a genuinely confident and captivating communicator. There are really four things that need to happen in order for us to feel more comfortable Anytime we open our mouth, anytime we show up in a room and anytime we need to share a message or we need to present our thoughts and ideas to the world. And yes, as I mentioned in the introduction, the technical side of it, right? The delivery part of it, the verbal and nonverbal skills of this are important, but that's not the whole picture, right? In order for us to become genuinely confident in how we communicate, there are so many other things that need to take place. And really, if I had to boil it down, it's about four pillars that we need to focus on continually improving upon in order for us to be more comfortable in how we communicate to the world. And so in today's episode, I'm just going to run over quickly those four pillars, but we're going to take the next two episodes after this one, and we're going to dive deeper with each one. So what makes someone a confident communicator? Well, the very first pillar and things that we need to focus on is the foundation to pretty much everything in our lives. And to no surprise, it's the foundation to how we communicate. And that is our mindset, our thoughts, because our thoughts drive our beliefs. They drive our emotions, our feelings, which drive our actions. And our actions are the things that really help us create results in our lives. So in order for us to become a more confident communicator, which is the result, right? We need to go back and lay a solid 
foundation in our thought life, which is all mindset work. And I know that this is not something most of us maybe get excited about. I know I know, I do. I geek out on how I can improve upon my thoughts and my mindset, but it really is that important. So in order for us to be a better communicator, a more confident communicator, someone who shows up with their message unapologetically, we need to elevate our thoughts, our beliefs, our emotions around public speaking and presenting, right? Henry Ford famously once said that whether you believe you can or you can't, you are right. If we believe something is possible for us, we are going to go for it and we're going to break through barriers in order to make it happen. But if we, on the flip side, we also don't believe that something is possible for us, we're going to find every roadblock a good excuse as to why we should give up. And so that's why I believe it's foundational for us to constantly and continuously work on improving upon our mindset, to develop that growth mindset, right, around public speaking. So that's the very first pillar, which I believe is important for someone who wants to become a better communicator. The second pillar, again, it's one of those things that takes continual effort and consistency is preparation. Anytime, even if, if it is showing up at a networking event to introduce yourself and talk about your business, or you're showing up on IG stories to talk about your product, services, offers, you need to have an objective. You need to prepare in advance knowing what is it that you want your listeners, your audience to walk away with, something clear that they can take with them. And that's not going to happen unless you first take the time to get clear on the objective and prepare so to speak, a flow that makes sense for people, that's clear for people, right? And what I love about this preparation process is that in this whole process, it's not only that your audience is going to walk away feeling more clear on what you have to communicate, but you are going to gain so much clarity when you do this preparation process. And I think so many of us don't do this, which also happens to eliminate so much of our anxiety when it comes to stepping up and actually speaking, right? And I I find it always funny when I work with clients and I tell them, you know, that even if you go to a networking event, let's let's get clear on on how you're going to introduce yourself, of what you're going to say. And then when we actually do that with the clients, they feel so much better right? At first we disregard it and we think, oh, you know what? I can wing it. I can wing introducing myself. But then the time comes and we feel like we have a jumble of words that come out of our mouth that sound nothing like we thought it would in our own heads. And then we wonder why it is that we don't feel comfortable or next time we don't want to introduce ourselves in public or just step up and wing it because it doesn't work. If you have done it over and over and over again, 30 times and you already got it down, of course, then you can quote unquote wing it. You're not winging it anymore because you practiced it so many times that it just comes naturally, right? 
But we need to understand that in order for us to feel more confident in our communication, we do need to prepare in advance. We need to understand our own objective and how we can communicate that objective in a clear and concise way to our audience. So that's the second pillar pillar in becoming a more confident communicator. The third one is delivery, right? And this is one of the things that I mentioned that I feel like so many other programs do well, uh, but unfortunately, I feel like they focus most of their effort on this pillar, which is awesome, but then we're missing all the other three pillars, which make for a wholesome speaker, right? For for a genuinely wholesome, uh, confident communicator. So the third pillar is delivery, learning and mastering the art of of verbal and nonverbal communication. And this is where you focus in on body language and facial expression, how you use your hands, how you use your voice, what is the words that you are using, right? So this is where we're also focused on the content piece, because that matters a lot too. You always want to make sure that anytime you open your mouth, you are adding value to your audience. And you're not going to know what that is until you actually take the time and focus on what you're going to deliver, the content, and how you're going to deliver that content in such a way that it helps you connect with your listeners connect with your listeners, right? So that's the third pillar, which is the delivery part. And then finally, the fourth pillar is practice. Practice, practice, practice. I love, there's a quote that says, you do not rise to the, to the occasion. You fall to the level of your training. This is where practice is crucial. Because when the time, when the opportunity comes for you to show up, step up and communicate and speak and present in front of an audience, when you have trained in advance, you can fall back onto your muscle memory, right? And it's kind of like, as people say, riding a bike. It's easy because you've done it already so many times. You don't even have to think about it, right? And this is where practice comes into play. And that's why, you know, the old quote that says practice makes perfect. No, practice makes permanent. Whatever you practice is going to become ingrained in you. And that's why it's so important to not only practice deliberate practice. So deliberate practice refers to a special type of practice that is purposeful and systematic, right? While regular practice might include mindless repetition, like I I said before, deliberate practice requires focused attention and is conducted with a specific goal of improving performance in one direction in getting a certain result. And so when you are deliberately practicing, you start with the end in mind. You start with the specific goal of this is the one thing I want to improve upon, right? I like if let's say if your goal is to eliminate most of the filler words from your communication, which by the way I don't believe in completely eliminating filler words, and we can talk about that later. Why I don't believe in them, but if you do, if you if you do have too many filler words, because that gets also annoying after a while, and you want to eliminate some of them, and your goal is to become a more refined communicator who doesn't have a lot of filler words, that's a very specific goal. 
And now you can reverse engineer and work backwards. And then you can figure out what are the steps? What are those systematic steps that I need to practice in order to eliminate some of these filler words? And then you can come in and purposefully practice in order to become better and improve performance, right? So those are the four pillars that I believe when developed, practiced, and mastered over time, because remember what we talked about in the previous episodes, nothing happens overnight. It takes a while right? Uh, when we practice these things and we, and we work on them, we master them is what makes someone a genuinely confident communicator. I love when people look at me after delivering a speech on stage or when I used to sing a lot, um, because that's how I started out as a performing artist, people would come up to me and say, Oh my goodness, you're amazing. Like you are just so talented. This must be something that you have had since you've been born. Nope. (laughs) I don't, I did. And especially when it comes to speaking, um, yes, I did have a musical talent, which I also had to work on a lot to improve. But when it comes to speaking so much of how I deliver a message today has to do with that, mindset and preparation and and working on the delivery and practicing, practicing my behind off. And so I always look at people and say, you know what? It's all practice, really. It's all time. It's all time spent improving and improving and improving, right? So I want you, I want to tell that to you, not to brag, but to give you a piece of good news, right? If me, if I can come such a long way from being afraid, not only of public speaking, but being afraid to even be around other people and now being able to deliver a keynote message to thousands of people, that should be good news to you because it means that the formula works when you apply it. But you want to make sure that you have the right formula in place so that you can practice the right thing so that you can become better and better and better. And so, as I said before, we're going to take the next couple of weeks and we're going to dive deeper with each of these, talking more about what does it mean to have a successful speaker mindset? What does it mean to really prepare in advance and know what you're going to be communicating? What does it mean to um, focus on delivery, the verbal and the nonverbal? And then what does it look like to deliberately practice So we're going to dive with each of those a little bit deeper. But for this week, here's what I want you to do. This is your dream to done action step. Remember what we talked about? If we don't implement, nothing changes. We got to take action. We got to practice in order for some things to change. And so your dream to done action step is I want you to write down three things, three beliefs that you believe a successful speaker, a successful communicator holds? What are those beliefs? What are those top three beliefs that are highly successful? Someone that you look up to, a really great communicator that you look up to, you believe it's a, it's a belief that they hold about themselves, about how they communicate, about the world, about their audience that they're speaking to. Maybe it's a it's the belief that they can improve every single day, right? That failure is not does not mean 
I failed. It just means this was a great opportunity for me to practice. That's a belief, right? So because if we hang on to the belief that failure is final, why would we even try to step up in front of an audience and and speak, right? But if we have the belief of a successful speaker that says, you know what, even if I fail, that's a great learning opportunity for me to do better next time. Then of course we're going to do it, right? If we believe that. So I want you to write down three beliefs that you think a successful speaker holds. And I want you to share it with me. So send me an email at speakingmadesimple at gmail.com. Or if you want to talk about a success belief that you think um, a successful speaker has, and you want to tag me on IG stories, I would absolutely love to hear that. I geek out over this stuff. So I would love to be a part of that. You can tag me at Chila Muskan, C-S-I-L-L-A-M-U-S-C-A-N on Instagram, or you can also tag our Speaking Made Simple Society handle, which we also have on Instagram, whichever you feel more comfortable with. Friend, Thank you so much for spending your last few minutes with me. I know that your time is so precious and it means so much to me that you decided to hang out with me. Don't forget, if you are someone who wants to improve upon their communication skills and maybe the the year of 2023 is the year you say, I'm going to be intentional about this. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to be systematic and strategic in how I grow as a communicator. Then I want you to go to speakingmadesimplesociety.com. I want you to hop on that wait list because I will be sending some really exciting news your way. We're opening doors soon to the Speaking Made Simple Society, which is a membership for women who want to become a more confident, clear, and classy communicator. Again, that's at speakingmadesimplesociety.com. Friend, I want to encourage you, as always, to show up. Show up for yourself. Show up for your audience. Your voice, story, and message need to be heard. This world needs that unique thing only you can offer. Okay, friend. Bye for now.